Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. This show was previously recorded. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined in studio by Rhino today. And don't forget that today is a great day to jumpstart your planning of a Mississippi getaway. You can do that over at visitmississippi.org. And today, if you take time to go to supertalk.fm slash watch, you will see I am not alone in the studio today. I have Dr. Cindy Ayers Elliott. She is a farmer. She is a teacher. She is a cheerleader, an activist, not to mention she's my friend, and she is a fellow Mississippian. So welcome, Cindy. Thank you, Rebecca. And it's always a pleasure to be here. And just to be in your presence, even at a distance, I'm so happy to see you. I missed you. Oh, I've missed you, too. And I've been so long since we've had you. Um, I don't think we've ever had you on Good Things, but I've had you on previous shows here on Super Talk. And so this just feels like a good time to introduce Mississippi to all that you are up to, because it's nothing but good. I got tickled, though, Cindy. Ten, I read where 10 years ago, you were quoted by saying that you would not classify yourself as a farmer, that you had never grown anything except for flowers, and even those were plastic. <laughs> and like, that is a girl after my own heart. So how does someone who goes from having plastic flowers to now becoming a, a farmer with, with 10 years under her belt? It's amazing. And a full-time farmer, I might add. And I'm still doing flowers. However, now they're for pollinators and for selling and they're beautiful and they're real and you know they come in all different colors I'm happy about that but uh, I am great I'm having a great time um, being a farmer and being a part of this agricultural center is amazing and it is so much so many things make up agriculture when you think about putting a seed in the soil but when you really think about putting that seed in the mines and expanding that's the part we're doing and that's what footprint farm mission is and it's just expanding out and we're having a great time 10 years ago well 10 years ago life sure didn't look like it we does were only today. 16 but <laughs> but 10 years ago your life uh, you know Cindy looked completely different so give us a little bit of background about where you were when the Lord struck you and said you need to head back south go to Mississippi and start a farm absolutely after 9-11 which I was part of the investment bank world and you know I gave up my red bottoms and high heels for work boots and the good Lord did not make a mistake believe me um, after 9-11 I came back home full-time to my great state of Mississippi which I love and have always loved and even more of a passion for home I came back and I didn't know what I was gonna be when I grew up 
So I end up doing some things with a foundation um, in the Delta, working with a lot of small farmers and small businesses to help bring economics, economic development to the area. So from that to coming home, I did that five years and working with that foundation. Um, coming home and just looking around to say, okay, now what am I going to do when I grow up? What am I going to do? My sons are LeGrand and Eric or in college or they're gone. Now they have their own families. So um, farming was not the intent. I didn't think I would be a farmer. I thought I would be a change agent working with maybe policies or in an area with economic development or how we get better for people, um, but not a farmer. I mean, I'm talking about in the soil with the tractors and hands-on with the high tunnels. I am a farmer. <laughs> so how, but you, and you're still a change agent, let me just say that. You've, you definitely have found your back door into getting those policy changes and the greater conversation going, and maybe that just started with you having your hands and your feet in the dirt. Maybe that was just the way that it was meant to be. Um, but why, but you know, your farm, Footprint Farms, when we think of farmers in Mississippi, usually we go straight to more of the rural areas. We go mm -hmm. to the Delta. We go to, um, you know, everywhere in between. We don't think about urban farming, and if we do, we we just think about, oh, that's cute. You have some, you know, pots on your back porch or you have a little bit of a rooftop um, garden or whatever it may be. But you chose Jackson, Mississippi as a place to do six. How many acres do you have? We have 68 acres and 50 more that's coming on board. Right. To, to start a farm. So I'm curious, why, like, why Jackson? Why did you choose to, to be an urban farmer, like mm -hmm. all-encompassing farmer, versus going to where, I guess, it made more sense? Maybe traditional well first of all Jackson is home and has been home for many many years even though I was working in other places I always loved this I only played taxes in one place one state I only I only voted in one state and that's Mississippi now I paid through the nose to live other places but this has always been my route in doing that um, the farm is a 68 acre farm but I had Purchased that for my 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 livelihood. That was home. That was my my retreat. That's where my boys was reared. So being in Jackson and having acreage, I didn't know these acreage would be a farm. I had said retirement coming up, but I buy this for retirement because I've had this since '94. That I would you know wait for it and build. I never knew I would be building high tunnels and greenhouses and looking at opening up um, acreage for growing trees and a lot of veggies. And so, goats. And goats. And it's inside the city limits. It's inside the city of Jackson. And so I really started getting a focus on urban farming and how we could help impact urban areas. Because when you think about it, all the farmers that's in rural need urban. They need the people there to actually buy their goods. So. It made sense to me that, okay, I'm here and the people are here. That should be a good combination on what I would produce to have my market. And my market is my backyard, truly, here in the city. But the state of Mississippi now, we've expanded from just in the city of Jackson, even though we grow right here. Um, we're now serving a lot of Mississippi, especially the Delta area. So we actually run vans now and trucks two days a week uh, to the Mississippi Delta where we're working with a lot of health professionals and health clinics where we're actually putting fresh local grown food into food deserts or into areas that's not growing and don't have grocery stores. So by working with this partnership with health clinics and we're working with diabetes prevention programs, which is again is a big part of health mm -hmm. and I still believe and know health is wealth. 
and doing this time right now even more so on how you can really appreciate health um, and being able to have it. But wealth part of this still e exists because working the soils, working the land, and taking care of the earth is still a big part of my mission because I wanted to hear for my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren for us to be doing something that's setting a positive foundation yet still taking care of this earth that we have. Yes, and that is all 10 years in the making, but we go back to the first, Cindy, and you decided, okay, I've got my retreat here that I, I bought as sort of my retirement uh, spot, and it's beautiful. You open you open your farm up to anyone listening who wants to come and visit. Absolutely. I've come and visit with, with one of my girls, and the other one has, she's not big enough, she is big enough now, but she wasn't big <laughs> enough uh, there at that time. She wasn't even thought of at that time, but, um, but where did you start? Because wh how do you look out your backyard and just go, okay, I'm going to be a farmer and just go to drilling digging up holes or wh where did you plant first <laughs> absolutely this is this is i planted first in my tennis court believe it or not because when i first started the the farm was not a farm it was grass and it was rolling hills and the tennis court uh, my son was no longer there paying tennis so it was just sitting there but i was really looking at and and passing the word and information about the farm bill to a lot of the farmers especially to minority farmers black farmers farmers of color small farmers say this is available through the farm bill these things are right here and they looked at me and they said baby girl you don't know anything about farming and about uh, this system so that really triggered me to okay i got to do something so to get their attention so I actually started growing in raised beds in my tennis court so my tennis court was converted to the Serena Williams tennis garden so, <laughs> I love I, it. so I started growing little cherry tomatoes and the bell peppers and the spinach and then I was amazed myself my gosh you put this little seed in this little soil and you go out and you, you talk to it and you started seeing things sprouting up and then all this fruit and it says oh my gosh now what am I going to do it's food everywhere and that just showed me that I could it really works I mean you really can do these things and then of course the policies that I was talking to them about or the changes I then went back and says now listen if if I can do it anybody can because I can't grow flowers remember what a plastic so now we're talking about policies that affect what you do and yet still there's an action that goes with that well and it sounds I mean to from your perspective it was like you you, you know sometimes we we want to tell people there's these opportunities mm -hmm. out there for economic development for farming for all of these resources but for whatever reason it's like ah that works for someone else it can't work Worth for me. me and you said no watch I'll do it I'll prove it and now let me teach you and that's kind of you. also what you've been doing for the last 10 years is teaching and giving back and pretty much shaking your fist at people saying <laughs> we need more farmers in Mississippi and it's a livelihood that you can you know that can be uh, respected and can be promoted and can earn you a living and that's exactly what it's doing for Dr. Cindy Ayers and we're going to learn more about footprint farms coming up next here on Good Things. This show was previously recorded.
It's time for the annual RJ's Outboard Open House, March 12th through the 13th. Want to win a free boat? Then come on out to RJ's Outboard on Old Fannin Road between now and March 13th and register to win a brand new boat, motor, and trailer package courtesy of G3 Boats and Yamaha Outboards. While you're there, be sure to check out all of the G3 Boats and Yamaha Outboards RJ's has to offer. Boat drawing will be held Saturday, March 13th at 3 p.m. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road at the Reservoir. Since 1920, many great beginnings in Mississippi have begun with a diamond from All Britain's Jewelers. Since then, we've changed in many ways, except in our commitment to our customers. Hi, I'm John All Britain. At All Britain's, we realize how important a diamond is to you. That's why our trained gemologist inspects every stone we sell. Whether you're buying your first diamond or celebrating your 25th anniversary, you can be confident of our quality and value. Come see why, since 1920, the people of Mississippi have chosen All Britons as their diamond store. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick, GMC, or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Hi, this is Mark Shapley of M.M. Shapley Steakhouse. This past year, we were fortunate to see many new faces and reacquaint with old friends, and I believe I know why. Being from the Mississippi Delta, we learned how to entertain while creating a comfortable home environment, and that's M.M. Shapley's specialty. M.M. Shapley's is your place for award-winning steaks and homemade tamales. M.M. Shapley's. Real, authentic, welcoming fine dining. For reservations, visit mmshapleys.com or call 601-957-8000. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. I'm sure by now you're aware of the shortage of ammunition that shooters and hunters are experiencing nationwide. Right now we have a good supply of popular calibers like 9mm pistol and 223 rifle, as well as others that we're offering at fair market prices. We do limit the amount you can buy each day. At the range, we'd rather everybody have some than a few buy it all. I hope you'll come visit us soon and check out all the many things we have to offer at the range. A totally new and different type of gun store. Less England for Clark's Construction. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Call 601-214-9463. Clark's Construction, a company you can trust. JT here. Jackson, I'd love to have you join me tomorrow from 10 to 1 for the JT Show. We'll hang out and talk about the hot issues of the day right here on Super Talk Mississippi 97.3.
This show was previously recorded. Mississippi, even unique places to visit. So we'll head on over to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And we've got more on our new website than you can have time to look for during at least one show. It's the new Super Talk Mississippi uh, website. So at supertalk.fm, you can now listen, you can watch, you can do just about anything you can imagine. We have got news, we've got sports, we've got podcasts all in one place for you. So if you haven't had time, do it today. Go to supertalk.fm and go ahead and click the watch button. And you will see that I'm not alone today in the Good Things studio. We are continuing the conversation with my friend, Dr. Cindy Ayers, as I mentioned earlier, a farmer, a teacher, a cheerleader, an activist, and a fellow Mississippian. I want to get to the teacher part, though, because you started Footprint Farms 10 years ago, kind of out of a way to prove to the ones you were trying to encourage that there were resources and tools available to make farming a viable a viable option, a viable occupation here in Mississippi. Absolutely. And so what are some of those tools that you use and you continue to this day talking to, you know, other farmers that they should take advantage of? Absolutely. And there's so much that's out there, more now than ever, um, because of how important and what we are making important is food and where our food comes from, that more opportunities is opening up. And now as an urban farmer, you don't have to have all these hundreds of acres uh, in order order to be successful and to make money and to serve. Um, when we look at urban and now as farmers, small spaces, I mean, now we're doing growing water base. There's so much opportunity there. Through USDA, which is one of the major implements for being able to do anything in agriculture, is it's available. And now urban farms is now part of the farm bill. So opportunities and dollars are available for for things we need in order to take care of the earth. When you think about USDA and their mission, it's about taking care of the earth, the soil, the water, and the air. So everything we do as farmers impacts our environment. Whether you're on a hundred acres, or you are on your backyard, or you're in your backyard Absolutely. with a raised bed. Absolutely, yeah. because when you look at what you want to do and how you do it, it impacts. If you're looking at the water you're using, or what you're putting into the earth and to the aquifer, you know what are you throwing away? We need to think about these things. A lot of people don't realize that when you're disposing of not just chemicals, but furniture, old bottles, all things that you're putting into your water system, that impacts water. That impacts your drinking water and, and everything. So it's a whole nother cleaning section that goes with that. But working with uh, USDA and especially NRCS, which is the national, um, the national part of uh, looking at taking care of specifically the earth. Um, and it's one of the ones that any farm can go to, any person can go to, to get information about what's available to help. So NRCS under USDA is definitely the area to go to look at. And I know, too, you're a pioneer, at least for women farmers here, urban women farmers for sure here in Mississippi. And I know there's a lot of resources that other ladies who may also enjoy, you know, uh, growing or gardening mm -hmm. may not realize that they could take their passion that's usually just during the summer season and maybe 
maybe turn it into a real side hustle and be able to give that back to farmers market or hopefully once our restaurants are back going full force yes. which we know they will uh, you know supplying that farm to table sort of fresh produce to their local main streets so what's out there for us ladies oh yes it's a lot out there for women and not just from USDA but also from foundations and the other nonprofits that are actually focusing on business development and again you can grow this in your flower beds you can grow in your backyards on your stoops even looking at aeroponics and doing water-based growing where you need no land at all and no tools the only thing you need Rebecca you're gonna love this is scissors <laughs> I can do that <laughs> and a little love and a little patience and looking at and understanding uh, the science which is another way that we can also teach uh, households and and our children on understanding science more and food and ag is science it's science it's math it's biology it's marketing it's all of these great things and it's available uh, right now my 4-H group and one of the 4-H groups that we're working with now have drones as part of the agriculture experience what? and utilizing the technology I mean yeah. you should see the difference that it makes so you got to use what we have now in order to make everything better you know it's not my great-grandmother's farm anymore it's a new way it's a new face of farming it's a new way to farm and yet still you can empower oneself uh, I'm encouraging more entrepreneurs to look at agriculture and if you don't just want to put the seeds in the soil look at everything else that's there every component that you can think of is a part of ag and just look at that as a career or a second career or doing what we do at footprint farms just putting down roots and making things available to help others by growing healthy local affordable foods well when you talk about helping others I mean the last year or just the season that we're all in together now more than ever the conversation of just getting enough food or our friends and families having enough food is has always been at the top of of at least conversation at least here in Mississippi but now more than ever it's a national headline where you recognize that shoot a lot of families are only a few paychecks away from you know not having anything to eat or making tough decisions and if you can bring back that sort of empowerment of growing some of your own food or having sort of a community idea and no it would never out you know outdo local grocery stores we're beyond that and sort of you know evolution and, and with communities and stuff but you can start to supplement back you can start to have a at least that foundation with with the farm to table kind of mindset from your own backyard or with within your community because when poop hits the fan I mean you don't want it to have to come on a big truck to <laughs> to get to you right absolutely well just think about it even with our grocery stores you know during this time especially in 2020 the grocery store shelves were what empty, empty. Yeah. and they were empty because you know the trucks and how this food chain works could not get to us that's the reason we here at Mississippi have to be more sustainable and more direct in what we're doing in order to be able to produce more food for our citizens here and to do value added you know Food waste is still a big thing. It's still a big problem here in the country. Which is mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling. And when you look at people who are still hungry or communities that need a lot more than they're receiving, and you wonder why. Uh, because we need to do more value-added. This little tomato that has a little spot that's not so pretty, almost like me, not so pretty, but still good, that uh, you can make tomato sauce or tomato paste or start this as a soup starter. So it's a lot of things that we can do and create jobs that just 
same time. And you could grow it, you can can it, you can sell it, then you can turn around and you can buy it. And you're doing all of this within your communities, within your state. So more revenue comes, more people are working, more people have better health because they have access. And there's nothing better and nothing more that we need is access uh, to help make Which a was difference. a problem with food in Mississippi long before the pandemic. Long before. It just exacerbated the issue whenever, you know, something like um, like this sort of comes along. I think at uh, one time, at least 10 years ago, I know the average Mississippian was was about 27 miles from a grocery store. And there's a good chance you're listening to good things. And you know, you when you load up to go into town, you load up to go in to get everything that you need, and you don't want to go back except you know until you have to. You and, have to. And so you know, whenever that became, you couldn't do that, or even those those grocery store shelves got got bare, then things kind of got scary. Yeah, yeah, and that's where. A farmer comes into play. That's where a farmer, and especially local farmers. I mean, we farmers all over the country, but when you think local, I mean, right in your community, in your counties, how many farmers are there? And ones that are new farmers that are coming in and starting to understand the importance of being able to supply. The supply and demand is still there, which is still a way of economics that we have to look at. And you yourself understand the importance of have, having healthy foods and access to healthy foods. Even if you're just growing your some greens in your backyard, if you're just growing for you and your family, putting something green on the on your table. And when we look at our food banks right now and how much they are in demand and people needing food, we still have a lot of canned food, though, not as much fresh for many, many reasons. And that's how farmers, especially local farmers, can help supplement to get you something fresh, to get you something there on your table as well. I would assume one of the biggest questions you get, Cindy, from other people who are curious about becoming a farmer um, would be, is the demand going to be there? Because I can, I can work, 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 work and create all the supply that, you know, my, my fields or my backyard or my containers or my high tunnels or whatever it may be, but, but will the buyer be there? And you would say yes. I mean, we still have to eat every day, three times a day, sometimes four, more than we need, but yes, the demand is definitely there. Uh, it's not going anywhere unless we go. And we're not going anywhere. We've got more with Dr. Cindy Ayer coming up next here on Good Things. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. A year into my retirement, I started getting short of breath, so I went to St. Dominic's. It turns out that my heart needed some major repair. Thanks to the amazing care that I got at St. Dominic's, I survived double bypass surgery. God was working through the doctors and nurses, and now my heart is working the way it should. I have finished my physical therapy at St. Dominic's, and I am now back to enjoying my retirement again. St. Dominic's. Skilled hands. Compassionate hearts. Unlike jewelry stores that offer imaginary discounts of 50 to 75% off, DNS Diamonds and Jewelry in Flowood is different. 
You see, mathematically, there is no way to stay in business if you continually run 50 to 75% off discounts, unless your prices were too high to begin with. At DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, shop our quality, selection, and personal service that we offer. Then let us impress you with our special values. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street in Flowood, across from Amerigo. The American Heart Association is working to put water within reach of Mississippi children. That's why we're asking you to support House Bill 925. This important legislation would make clean water more accessible to school students and mitigate the spread of germs. By ensuring newly constructed and majorly renovated schools include water bottle filling stations, we can improve the health of Mississippi children. Text WATERMS to 468 Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and 0% interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, 0% interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Lee Temple, customer, Clark's Construction. We had a complete bathroom renovation all the way from the tile floor to countertops and everything that goes with uh, with a bathroom. We checked with other folks to see how they had worked with Jerry, and we always got some uh, some good reviews. Never did get one that was uh, that was not good, and you know the trust issue was was not an issue with Jerry. So I'd say he's a five star for a construction company you can trust. Call Clark's Construction at 601-214-9463. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Coast Electric says they do not anticipate having any controlled outages or rolling blackouts. Some other utilities have been required to participate in these kinds of outages in response to the massive strain placed on the regional power grid. Coast Electric didn't have to participate. They are getting reports of scammers using the weather to prey on customers. If you get a call telling you to pay your power bill now or be disconnected, Hang up immediately and then call your power company. Local emergency officials are in contact with neighboring states that are also dealing with winter weather. Absolutely. We are in constant contact. Um, and of course, if there are any resources that neighboring states need, same as how we do it in a hurricane or other severe weather, that we are able and ready to assist however they may need it. I'm Kelly Bennett. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team, Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com business. 
Did you hear about this? Super Talk Mississippi is your home for the JT Show. Do what now? Super Talk is where you hear JT, a man of many convictions. Fortunately, most of them are misdemeanors. That's not prison lingo, is it? Make sure you listen to the JT Show every day from 10 to 1 for a unique take on what's happening in your state. That's why you listen to this program, my friend. And your chance to join the conversation. I don't know. What do you think? The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi and supertalk.fm. This show was previously recorded. It's one of my favorite songs. We meet in the middle. (laughs) But that's part of what farming and everything is all about, is meeting in the middle and doing your part. And Dr. Cindy Ayers is definitely doing her part in Mississippi to help um, advocate for farmers. And she's a teacher, as I mentioned. She's even a cheerleader. I love that because you are. You're just a a God-given cheerleader to help encourage others who may think that they want to farm or take their gardening to the next level. I know um, you know, Larry and Jackson texted in and was like, is she a gardener or a farmer? Well, she is a full-time farmer, but she is encouraging anyone to either take that leap to become a farmer in whatever mm-hmm. capacity or boost your gardening game to Absolutely. where you can you can give a giveaway. You are um, celebrating 10 years no. with the Footprint Farms in Jackson. Now, I've always wanted to ask you, uh, Cindy, the the logo with the foot is there a story behind that oh it is of course um uh, i was working with my 4-h group which is the george washington carver future scientists of america and we were looking at i was looking at what am i going to brand myself with you know and believe it or not one of our students 
actually drew that. And I was saying we needed something that's original but yet still would be memorable. You know, when you say think you know, like like a bottle cap, like a Pepsi Cola bottle or something, utilizing what's there and they says, ah and I says, aha. Uh -huh. And this footprint is that we have to make an imprint somewhere in our lives and this footprint will do this and it was all about the poem you know you know it says you know it says why did you forsake me ask God why did you forsake me and he said I did not forsake you at that time I was carrying you so that footprint in the sand pretty much says it all for for how I feel about being able to grow or to be in agriculture is that I'm being carried by the ancestors and of course by the Almighty to do all of this that we're doing and in just in 10 years Rebecca, so much has happened. We've we've grown so many pounds of food, truly been able to change lives and to help empower self, people's self, to do things that they normally wouldn't do or didn't think they could and start a whole different career. And these are young men and young ladies, but especially my young men who started with me as a 4-H or now or uh, agricultural farmers and they're teaching and they're now serving our country and they're seeing things so differently just by that little seed in the soil that changed so many things for them and that's worthwhile. Well and it's we started this conversation on good things talking about uh, Cindy you could have chosen anywhere in Mississippi to sort of you know grow, uh, get acreage and start a farm but you chose Jackson Mississippi an urban farmer for specific reasons and you've been giving back to those students here in the urban area whom for any other reason probably would have never stepped foot on a farm yeah. and so you when you say you're giving back to 4-H kids this is a 4-H club that's not where you would normally expect there to be interaction with animals and plants and harvesting and doing all of those things I mean we take for granted that usually it's our rural counties that really hop in and do that which they do amazing things nothing against that but we need to bring some of that into our urban as well absolutely they need to know where their food comes from and to actually see it more and feel it more than on a video screen or on a TV show. You know, they came and they see cows and they says, wow. I said, yeah, and they don't talk either, but they do produce milk. <laughs> <laughs> There's no chocolate one. I have to, a quick story. When I brought my daughter out there to uh, to your farm, Footprint Farm, Cindy, it was the first time she had seen goats and, and I had seen goats. And I think she had, uh, he, she asked you, she was like, Miss Cindy, what's their names? And I got so tickled because you said, well, there's cash and they're <laughs> slow. <laughs> And it went right over her head. But I I have told that story I don't know how many times because it's also a means for a farmer to make a living is mm -hmm. having livestock that looks all different shapes and sizes other than just your cows or your mm -hmm. horses or, or whatever that may be. It is. And, uh, of course, they're so cute, too. And and you get to, to get a whole different feeling about uh everything you know the earth the animals and you take good care of them because they take good care of us um, but it's again it's another way of looking at what we do and how we live now I have a lot of uh, young people come out a lot of students have come a lot of adults have come and that's the first time they've seen a re as they say a real goat or get close to a real cow and they're just in awe I said yeah it's amazing but in urban areas you know our our people, our, our urbanites need to understand more and to take 
better care of what they have. Uh, you know, with our cities and our streets and our our vacant lots, and to utilize a lot of those. I mean, we could be doing more community-type gardens in a lot of these lots. Um, and I'm working with a lot of great people that's doing that, uh, a lot of churches, a lot of nonprofits. Um, we've actually formed a land trust um, here with the community that we're working with. And we're now um, buying these lots or getting these lots and cleaning them up and actually helping people to actually start by utilizing these lots to grow on or we're going to be doing some infilling of some new housing. We're taking down a lot of this in the areas that's close to our schools. We've just finished in working with us called the Bottom Gardens and it's called Lake Elementary School. It's next door to that. We actually worked with Rosemont Human Service and Rosemont Church and a couple other Mississippi foundations to actually create an educational park that's right in front of the school. So the school can use it when the kids come back to school, but the parents and the community can use it. And we have a gazebo there. We got a little walking trail. And it used to be a drug-infested house. Now it's a pride of the community. Um, and people are coming in, and they bought into this. They're now keeping it clean. They're keeping it safe. They're keeping vandals out. They're making that community hold again. And that's that sense of pride that comes with that. So Rebecca, when we say we do more than just plant seeds in the soil, we plant seeds in the mines. And that is to encompass because it's so much that has to be done. And there's so many people out there that can do it. A lot of times you just got to give them that, that know-how and sometimes that little push and even sometimes that kick <laughs> to get on and to get involved and to see that, yes, one person can make a difference. If you're just keeping your yard and you're planting some flowers or some mustard greens or some Swiss char, then you're doing something that's helping yourself, but it's also helping the beautification of your community. And people walking by now and stopping truly to smell the roses. And it's all a ripple effect, right? I mean, yes. 10 years ago, again, your story started where you came back home from working in, in New York and you decided to, as your words, put your high heels up and grab some work boots. Yes. And I have to ask, though, what, where were you when you decided you wanted to be in investment banking and even go to New York? Because it feels like you've made this 360 degrees. I mean, were you just itching to get out of Mississippi at one point? I mean, like so many of us kind of feel and then came back or? Well, well, you know, for, for me, and it started right here, I was the administrative assistant to State Treasurer Marshall Bennett for a lot of my working life. So it was through the Mississippi Treasury that I really got the information and knowledge about banking, about we had the state of Mississippi funds that we took care of. So I had a big bank to work with. So it started from that and understanding the financial wherewithal and working with the pension funds and looking at, again, what makes this world turns and how does it impact so for me going from the Treasury and then um, working later with uh, governor came in with Governor Winter he actually brought me in to introduce me to Marshall Bennett so that's how for our root goes back uh, in my for my family history of knowing Governor Winter to say this is a young man that we were really pushing support so from that into other things, we were part of starting the first African-American-owned bank in Mississippi um, since Reconstruction. And that was from the information and what I learned 
from being uh, with the Treasury, and then from the banking of uh, local banks to New York to investment banking. So it was just turning. I never knew that all that banking information and all of that would actually bring me back to farming. And it's still banking. It still works together. You still got to have the information and the funding or know how it works. Where does the money flow from? How does it work? How do you leverage that? Where can you get it? What else is available? And during my, my lifetime, my travel in my other life in those high hills, we made a lot of great friends. Um, we were we met a lot of great people. We helped a lot of people, but along the way, but those friendships and that information and that armor that I was able to to earn and to go back to still knock on doors. Michael Bloomberg was in Mississippi. You know, he was the mayor. <laughs> Hey, Tom. Looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. It's that time of year when love is in the air and you just crave something sweet. Valentine's Day. Ah, uh, wrong. It's Mazda of Jackson's Sweet Deal Sales Event. That's right, all February. We're giving you the sweetest deals possible on our entire selection of Mazdas. Right now, get 0% financing for 60 months on new 2021 Mazda CX-9s and on 2021 Mazda 6s. That's right, 0% for 60 months. This will save you thousands in finance charges. We're also offering you money-saving deals on every vehicle in stock. Get super low 2.9% financing on certified pre-owned Mazda 3s and Mazda CX-5s. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250,000-mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved. No matter your past credit history, 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. So come scoop up your sweet deal before it's too late. Mazda of Jackson, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models. With tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra. The world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra. Available at the Tractor Store in Richland. This is the closing agri-market report. At the close of the New York Cotton Exchange, May cotton was up 94 to 89.60. July cotton was up 91 to 90.32. The close of the Chicago Board of Trade, March soybeans were up 12 and 3 quarters to 13.84 and 3 quarters per bushel. May soybeans were up 14 and a half to 13.85 three quarters per bushel. March corn was up 13 and a half to 552 and a quarter per bushel. May corn was up 13 and a quarter to 549 and three quarters per bushel. At the Mercantile, April live cattle was up 62 to 125.80. June live cattle was up 40 to 121.70. March feeders down seven cents to 140.77. April feeders down 12 to 144.60. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 116 points, 31,575. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri-News Network. 
Are you stuck inside but still looking for bargains on new and secondhand goods? Try HighBid.com, the online auction site for just about anything. HighBid.com offers a safe and easy way to find hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. From rare coins to fine jewelry, tools to vintage toys, and classic cars to real estate. HighBid.com has it all. HighBid.com makes it easy to find what you're looking for, and the site is simple to use. Come to HighBid.com, that's H-I-B-I-D.com, and start discovering great deals today. One word to describe Triangle Insurance? I'd say committed. Agribusiness insurance is all they do, and that commitment shows when it really counts. I'll give you an example. If a tornado hits, they show up on site with a checkbook and a game plan to get your business up and running again. People remember that, you know? When a disaster delivers its worst, they send their best. Triangle Insurance. We write agribusiness insurance right. To learn more, call 800-894-5020. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekly morning 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
This show was previously recorded. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. awaiting you make sure you go to visit mississippi.org to find out more and also make sure you take some time to go to supertalk.fm and check out our new site for all the news and information that you can handle as well to find out how to subscribe to all of our podcasts including the good things one where you can go back and listen to dr cindy Ayers as much as you would like if you've missed any of this great conversation today but i have to know as a farmer uh cindy does the groundhog's prediction mean anything to you because from what i hear we've got six more weeks of winter that groundhog is just pretty it means nothing to the farmers <laughs> it means nothing to the farmers it means nothing to the farmers Farmers, especially when you're growing in high tunnels uh, it's like we have uh, a shield over over us to help protect so we can actually continue to grow regardless of weather and for us here in this great state of Mississippi with our great climate and great waters uh, we fear nothing we fear nothing <laughs> not even the groundhog shadow <laughs> or not even having uh, movie cameras come in on the farm I know your farm uh, footprint farms there in Jackson has had welcomed a lot of maybe famous faces so yeah. drop some names for us Cindy oh wow we'd love to do that well Kevin Hart actually started all and you know my little pink bus that I still zoom around in was actually wrapped by Kevin Hart and he autographed it uh, heart of the city so that's was a great impact. But we've had Oprah Winfrey um, for um, production company on farm. Uh, the Magnolia Network's been on farm. Chip um, and Joanna. Chip and Joanna coming soon. Um, we've had, of course, our Mississippi Public Broadcasting um, on the farm with a lot of segments that we're happy about. And of course, Fertile Ground. Um, we're doing a lot, again, talking about just the plot of the, the food system in America, but especially with us here in Mississippi. So we're, um, we're, we're having a lot of good things happening from people talking and of course don't, I'm not old enough but AARP nationally <laughs> actually did the article uh, about uh, the relationship and the partnership we were doing with Jackson Public Schools when this happened to be able to bring fresh food to the families of the scholars um, so they picked that story up and that was great so it's a, it's a lot of good things happening um, a lot of new people coming on board to work for the farm and we have a public relations people now so it's like we're, we're trying to get the word out to know things are available but you still got to get seeds in the ground and food coming out or it doesn't all work so what's actually going on in the farm today well right now uh, dr. Bill Evans who's our plant scientist who's been with us for since the beginning and we have uh, actually we're doing seeding we're actually seeding our uh, plants for for our uh, transplanting um, and we'll do this in March so right now we're getting ready for all those great uh, veggies that we'll be growing our cucumbers our squash our peas our beans our cabbages so we're actually now doing seeding at the farm today and if we want to think about how we can maybe um, support footprint farms where are you I know you do CSAs you mentioned taking truckloads to the Delta is there a way we can get some of your great produce a super talk mississippi media production